Right. Right? Now you got me yeah. converted. Well, that's oh, true. That's true. It's not really converted. It will work. But I'm a believer, that's for sure. Because you know what? If you don't have faith, you don't have anything. I'm a believer. Wasn't the monkeys? Monkeys. Yeah. Daydream believer? No. That's another I'm one. a believer? I'm a believer. Yeah. But that's the monkeys too, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. They would... When they wrote that dreaming, song, Dreaming Monkeys. What's the song? Um, Pleasant Valley Sunday. Oh wow, yeah. There was Don Kirshner had his recording studio in West Orange. That's where that song's from. Pleasant really? Valley Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Remember it's Don Kirshner's rock, rock concert? Rock concert. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. And I'll tell you what, I liked MTV when it first came on for rock music and stuff like that. Even though the videos were a little corny and stuff, yeah. but you got to wow. see who was singing the song. Yeah. True. And then it just went bad to reality TV. I hate reality TV. That's just such bullshit. It is. And it's not even reality. It's all scripted. It's all scripted. I know yeah, a couple exactly. people that were in uh, reality shows, and it's all scripted. No, nah, we'll try it again, do it this way, and you know what? It's all, all right. But we're such, we're so gullible as people. We just... So I had a, um, I had a uh, producer of uh, reality television shows all hot to make a reality TV um, around me and my pediatric surgical practice. Not that would have been and I, I didn't mind the concept, but but he was so excited. And then I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Then I said, well, wait a minute, what's your what's your plan? Tell me what what the platform is. Well, we're gonna come in with the camera. I says, I work for the Catholic Church. No hospital named. I said, but the hospital that I work in, I'm full-time faculty. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're going to let you just stroll in with cameras and mm -hmm. film? I said, no, I'm not a private practitioner. Yeah. I don't have my own office out on the avenue. So that put the kibosh, that killed that. Wow. But uh, it would have all been scripted. It would have all been scripted. And, and you know, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad it didn't well, work that out. Because, been trouble. I mean, you're right. talking about people's health and privacy people's health, issues. Kids, kids, kids' issues. The HIPAA it. law, what, is that true? Yeah, the HIPAA yeah, law. Yeah. I know a little bit about a little. Yep. All right, so let's do a countdown. Okay. All right, because uh, you sound fired up, and let's take advantage of that. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, people. Aha, I changed it up on you. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, people, to the next derivation of, I'm just being a jerk, the next episode of The Jersey Alchemist. And I'm your host, Dr. John Gerard Gallucci. And I'm Philip D'Angelo. I can see Bones is staring straight into the camera behind you. Yeah, I don't like this. He's but he's got literally. that lazy eye. His left eye is going out. Yeah, it's going to keep one way, one time it's that way, and next time it's this way. I mean, have you ever spoken to a person with a lazy eye? Yeah, of course. I mean, lots of can, people. There's an operation for that now, right? Uh, that can't they like just set that operation's been around for a long time. I mean, it's yeah. got to be a little uh, uh, delicate, uh, so to speak. Uh, right? um, I guess. I, I think it, it's usually strabismus. That's one one eye is pulling, and yeah. and uh, yeah, and they. I think they foreshorten the muscle that, or they lengthen it. Or I don't know. I'm yeah. not an ophthalmologic surgeon. But it does. It does take, like, when you're talking to somebody whose eyes are wandering, yeah. like, you kind of like, you know, like, where, who am I looking at here? Yeah. You got to pick the one that's straight. My dad had a very good friend uh, who was a tough son of a bitch, man. He was built like iron, this guy. Mm -hmm. 
he had muscles on the top of his head. And um, I never saw him without a big cigar in his mouth. And it usually wasn't even lit. But he had one of those eyes that pointed, you know, out in the other direction. You so whenever tell him, I was, you tell him his eye was pointing right, in the other direction. Whenever I was, uh, you know, around him and he was talking to me, I just had to kind of keep my cool because I kept wanting to kind of, you know, I wanted to be like pulled out like yeah. with the tide. I mean, yeah. his his wandering eye that was looking, in, it had this kind of inductive effect on mm, me. Mm, wow. Interesting. Not making fun of people with no, you know, no, a wandering no, no. eye or whatever, but uh, yeah, lots of people. How about um, George Bush Sr., his wife? Uh, she had the eyes that were like kind of bugged out. That's a, um, a disease too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? You, like, it's possible she had thyroid disease, Graves disease. I don't know. I don't know what it was Kind of like Marty Feldman. You know, we kind of take, we uh, granted, our not only our health jump, but our eyesight. I mean, you know, there's a lot of issues with eyes. I think there's 500 muscles in each eye. Is that true? Uh, or did I just sounds, pull that number? That sounds a little excessive. All right, maybe uh, it was a dozen. I want to think that the the uh, the ocular muscles, ooh, LR6, SO4, that was from medical school. Okay. So I don't know, maybe there's six, one, two, three, four, five, six, I don't know. I saw a video. Now, not that every YouTube video is as official as ours is, but this guy said to improve his eyesight, he would do eye exercises because of there were so many hundreds of muscles in your eye. And well, yeah. yeah so ahead. he would spend. He said it only takes five minutes to do the exercise. So you, you know, he wanted you to move your eyes, your pupils this way, that way, up, down, left, right. Do that for five minutes. I did it a couple times. And I got, got dizzy. I got dizzy. <laughs> I passed out. I'm like, what the heck? You know, now I banged my head. Right. Uh, and I can't see. And I can't drive, you know. So, I don't know. It sounded like good reason. Uh, I don't know. I, I think if you've got, like, double vision because of strabismus, which is where one eye isn't in yeah. accord with the other, then maybe that's important. You'd have to ask an ophthalmologist okay. for that. Um I don't think it's true that there's 500 muscles, you know. In each eye? Yeah, no. Um, mm. And uh, okay. I don't know. Interesting. So how are you yeah. feeling today? I'm feeling okay, feeling man. Okay. I'm feeling okay. It's a hot one out there. It's muggy. Yeah, yep. it is. It is. It's hot. It's June in, in uh, New Jersey, summertime. Beaches were packed. I was on the parkway Saturday. Even though the weather wasn't that great, there was a lot of cars on the parkway. With that two dollar toll and that six dollar gas, I mean, it costs money now to go down the shore. It's no hundred dollars every time I fill up my my tank, a hundred bucks. My and that's God. regular. That's yeah. regular. Yeah. I mean, and you know what kills me? I mean, we we have so many things to talk about. That's that is going on that are going on in our country, and that's important. You know, when price in prior administrations, when the gas went up a nickel. It was a big deal on the local news at night. You know, all oh, gas is now up. Now nobody talks about it. I mean, you get a blip from a couple stations maybe, but, I mean, this is affecting everybody every day. Yeah. You know, think how, many, right. how much extra money in gas alone. And they said, really, sky's the limit here. We could be going up to $6, $7. Well, I, think, I think that 
I think by the end of July, I think it's going to be around $10 a gallon. That's, and this, we're talking Jersey prices, California. They're already there. Uh, well, yeah, I think they're like seven and a half bucks, California. So, so right? how, how can people, so the whole idea now, the, the uh, conspiracy theorists are saying the whole idea is because of, they want everybody to go to electric. So if it hurts you enough, you'll just force to go out and buy an electric car for $70,000, and you don't have to worry about fossil fuel in your gas tank anymore. Well, it, well look, it's, that's where it's going, but it's, it's gonna, I'm going to say something that's going to piss a lot of people off, but you better, you better get... Oh, this will the, be the first time. You, get, <laughs> you, you better get familiar with the concept that your kids may be the last generation that owns and drives their own vehicles. And where the powers that be see society going, well, of course, they see that there's only going to be 500 million uh, human beings on the planet as opposed to 7.5 billion. And uh, everything is going to be mass transit, mm. whether it's electric or magnetic, you know, whatever. But it's all going to be mass transit. and. Uh, I'm not a mass transit guy. I have a kid, my, my third child, um, boy, she just loves mass transit. She's the train lady mm. to the point where it gets me upset because she takes a train and gets back home in Brooklyn at 1.30 in the morning. Now, wow. you know, I, I think that's dangerous. I think that's not a good idea. You know, maybe if, maybe if you're uh, six foot four and 260 pounds and ripped and covered with tattoos, that's okay. But you know, when you're a young lady, you shouldn't be on a fucking train going to Brooklyn at 1.30 in the morning. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of unstable people, especially at that hour of the night, day, whatever you want to call it, John. Yeah. There was a, a video talking about electric cars uh, on YouTube, and a guy said he traveled, I'm going to say, out of New York to Delaware. He said, I spent more time trying to charge my car than I did actually, you know, at, at his location. Yeah. Like, it's a real thing. It takes, what, 20 to 30 minutes if you're going long distance well, to that's, charge that? That's what I'm hearing. That's what it takes once you get hooked up to the charger. you got to find the charger. Well, okay, so let's, and usually these, you know, apparently, I don't have an electric vehicle, but apparently, you know, it's all preset into the, into the mechanism of the computer of the car. It comes up on your LCD screen or whatever. It, it tells you where the closest charging stations are. The problem is traffic is traffic. People are people. So whether it's uh, you're in a fossil fuel vehicle and it's and you're going trying to get from North Jersey to the Jersey Shore on fucking 4th of July, I don't know why you'd be so stupid to do that. But if that's what you're going to do, you're going to run into traffic. And you know where the gas stations are, and when you go, you might be in line at the gas stations. But if you're talking about charging an electric vehicle, okay, now you got to find the station or the charging port, whatever it's called, and then it's going to take, what, 30 minutes to charge your car? Well, what if there's a line that's 40, 50 vehicles long? You better... You, you got to bring your sleeping bag. Exactly. And anytime I I have seen, like, there's a couple malls where they put a couple installed and a couple gas stations, but there's only two of them, or three maybe top. So, like you said, there's going to be a line there. I mean, yeah. if there's a couple electric cars ahead of you, boy, I'll tell you what, don't be in a rush. 
No, if you have an electric well, car. I, right. Don't don't be in a rush. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Don't they know, have just, hybrid cars, John? That sure they do. Are yeah. Gas. I think hybrid cars were the first squeezing of the grape. I think they yeah. were the first derivation of electric vehicles. I don't think straight electric straight EVs didn't come out mm. first. I think the hybrids came out. Yeah, and you can go like a certain amount. Uh, it's not like a full gas tank, but there is a reserve. But shouldn't there be a reserve like on a motorcycle? You got that reserve, little reserve thing where you have another, don't you have an extra gallon in your tank? No, no, no. no. That's what they would taught me. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't have one. They taught, they, it's weird. I thought, well, whatever. But it, that's, maybe it's the make. What? That was 2007, and, and, and part of the course was that, you know, that you have you had to kind of reach down and there was this little turn lever screw mm. that gave you like an extra gallon of gas so that what's a motorcycle gas? A motorcycle can go fifty gallons. Yeah, you can fifty, 50, miles. 50 miles on yeah, a gallon. Yeah, yeah, you can probably so, go pretty far with that. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but but I guess that's not true. Only mm. certain motorcycles. I put gas in my motorcycle a couple weekends ago. And my back is to the pump. You know, I, you any motor true motorcycle guy pumps his own gas. Okay. And it was it was super, and I put it in, and it was never more than five, six, seven dollars, whatever. I turned around. Guess what the number was? Thirteen, thirteen. I immediately went home. I parked the. If you get double thirteens like that, yeah. you can't ride your motorcycle yeah. like that. Call it superstition. Call it yeah, whatever no, you want. I would agree with that. I jumped yeah. on the bike. I blessed myself like this, and I went straight back into the garage. That was it. I was done for the day. Right. 13, 13. But you don't have a reserve there lever. There is no reserve on my bike. Mm. No. Interesting. You know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, because you can't take that chance. So if you're in the parkway, I mean, and you're stuck, and you've got an electric car, electric vehicle, you're going to be in trouble. The turnpike, forget about it. I mean, yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, that highway's unforgiving you know you're in trouble uh, and how do you know what the next state has right now see this is what i don't understand john if you want to switch to electric all right i get it solar panels whatever you want to do but let's piece by piece get there in an intelligent rational you know um yeah. direction right. let's not just jump all right no gas electric and we're not set up for it well that's politics who's making yeah well who's, who's making that decision i mean that's horrible i don't know I think it's the jerk off on the White House. Is that plural S at the end or just OFF? You know, I mean, there has to be more than plural. one. I personally don't think he's making any decisions. He probably isn't. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, well, did you see his uh, interview the other night? No. And, uh, you know, I, I saw no. little snippets of it. The guy looked no, like he was sleeping during the debate or the interview. Well, it was crazy. I didn't see it just because I, I, I really don't want to get myself upset yeah. so I really don't watch the news and I don't watch any any um, later version or or uh, you know YouTube production of the news yeah. I just can't do that to myself yeah. but what I am seeing bits and pieces I, I just I don't believe like could it possibly be that that's really Joe Biden and that he's really saying the things he says and makes the gaffes he makes and he trips while he's going up the steps of the airplane and I mean could it really be him or is this one big psyop hoax because there's a lot of people who say hey, there is apparently apparently his administration just a week ago 
admitted that uh, a lot of things that they do are in a studio designed to look like the White House, oh, yeah. but it's in the vicinity of Washington, D.C., but they're really not in the White House. Well, why the fuck aren't you in the White House? Yeah, well, he goes back home every weekend to Delaware. We know that. Um, which, is that true? Yeah, it's true. Absolutely is true. So if you do, do the math, there's 52 weeks in a year, and if you're spending two days uh, a week at home, and you know, not in the White House, that's like a third of the year. Well, you're you're not even there. Something's rotten in Denmark. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, and not only that. I mean, let's face it. There's 78. How old is he? 78, 79. I think so. All right. There's yeah. 78, 79. Listen, my mother was 75, sharp as a tack. Right. So it's really not the age so much. It's not. It's it's somebody who's had two brain operations, right? We know that. Yeah. He had two brain hemorrhages or something, John, right? And somebody who's obviously, you know, shaking hands with people on a stage when there's nobody there. I mean, obviously, you know, there's an issue here. And maybe that's why during the campaign that he, he was in his basement the whole time. Maybe. You know, maybe. I don't even think he's making these decisions. I think his... Well, is it possible that the brain... You know what? Didn't Hillary Clinton have a brain operation, too? Didn't, mm-hmm. she, have, didn't she have some kind of bleed? And maybe she didn't require surgery, maybe she didn't, but is it possible that he had some kind of a neural link implant put in his brain and we just don't know about mm-hmm. it? And now he's like the ultimate fucking idiot puppet. The ultimate vegetable. Yeah, well, I just, you know, well, you know, the thing is, I, I saw him say on live television, he was answering questions. This is, I don't know if it was before the 2020 election or, or shortly thereafter he says oh yeah he says you know they'll put me in place you know because it's my turn he says and oh he says and then you know shortly thereafter you know me you know uh being being in the white house i'll develop some condition that that will make it so that i can't go on and then kamala kamala will 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 take you know hmm. take the white house that's exactly wow. what he said wow how is that not playing everywhere that's amazing I mean, yeah. do you have faith faith in our vice president now? I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, she seems like she's Look, always every, giggling, number every, one. Every time I think of Kamala Harris, I can't help but think of, God bless her, Tulsi Gabbard, just, I, to me, it was like a one-sided UFC fight. Tulsi Gabbard kicked the fucking shit out of Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris has no business and no qualifications being the Vice President of the United States. The only thing she's proven herself good at is that she's a salad chef. She's asked a question, she giggles, and she makes immediately a word salad. She's the best fucking word salad chef I've ever seen in the world. How the fuck is she the Vice President? I think the whole thing is a psyop. I really do. I think Joe Biden's a psyop. Kamala Harris is a psyop. What do you mean by psyop, John? A psychological operation to fuck with people's heads and their and their and their emotions and their consciousness. That's what a psyop is. Well, everybody in their administration, or at least seventy-five to ninety percent, is from the Obama administration. Now there is rumor and talk that the only president to ever move to Washington D.C after his terms, which is Obama, is running the show 
through his people. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Joe Biden, like, he's just like a Trojan horse. He's just... Well, he's a puppet. He's a puppet. He's a puppet, yeah. Yeah, so there's thoughts that, you know, Obama's still calling the shots. Well, it could be. It you could know? be. I mean, look, who's calling the shots behind Obama? People like Kissinger and Soros. When Obama was the president, George Soros was physically in the White House with him eight or nine times. Really? That I mean, little rat-faced fucking troll. Who is this George Soros to throw this kind of money around to affect... Like, what does he have against the United States of America? That he has to somehow systematically change everything we believe in. I mean, Andy, who listen, is this well, guy? It's not just the United States. He loathes Vladimir Putin. He loathes the strength that the, um, that the Russians have. Mm. And he loathes the United States. Because of yeah, our strength? Because of the sovereign, strong nature of the two superpowers. Okay. He would loathe the Australians if the Australians were more like the Americans. But apparently, and it uh, gobsmacked me, that the Australian people can allow themselves to be so fucking whipped, to be so co-opted, to be so um, controlled. Mm. I was like, what the hell? I mean, you know... My vision of a tough motherfucker was, you know... Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee, but like, you know... Wasn't Steve Irwin Australian? Yes, I believe right? so. I mean, people who, people who lived in a land down under mm. where they had to deal with crocodiles and boxing kangaroos yeah, and, and, and this snake and that snake and all sorts of, you know, uh, and weather that would, uh, would cook an ostrich egg on your head... And these people, you know, were tough people. John, they, then, gave, they then, gave up their guns. Well, that is part of it. They gave up their fucking guns. You know, I think, you know, I, I just... You know who Ricardo Bossi is? No. He's like a sp Australian special, special forces guy who I think okay. is... I don't know if he's retired fully, but he's, he's either a politician or a political activist now. You okay. can find him on YouTube. But he really is kind of a guy that's speaking for the people in Australia. And you know, I, can, I gotta say that what I've seen from, the, from Australia over the last two years during the pandemic. Oh, that was horrible. I, you know, and we have a couple of viewers from Australia. What are you doing down there? Yeah. How are you possibly allowing your government officials to crush you like a bunch of pigs on a fucking pig farm. I don't want it that way. I love the Australians. Uh, get a hold of yourselves. Overcome the evil that's got you enshrouded and, and shackled, please. And taking it all the way up north, that piece of shit, the biological son of Fidel Castro, that says, it, it will be illegal to own a handgun in Canada. Yeah, are you kidding me? Canadians, where are you? Another tough country. Well, another tough country. Where are you? Hockey's you're, you're, birthplace. You're giving, you're giving the farm away, ladies and gentlemen of Canada. Some of the toughest people on the planet. And you're giving... It all away to the Castro Trudeau regime. Are you kidding me? To the New World Order. 
stop it, stop that, or you've got to be kidding me. Some of the toughest video to watch, John, during a pandemic, and it was on social media because the news, no channel in the yeah. United States was showing it was Australia, what they were going through with their government yeah. and their police. Absolutely. Women, yeah. I mean, getting Getting beaten. wrestled down, beaten. Yeah, Women, like, and it was me? horrible to watch. I'm like, right. how could a government do this to their own people? It was horrible to watch. And like yeah. you said, we were surprised. If you're one of our viewers from Australia and you know who you are, please comment, like, what's up with your government? What's right. going on? Enlighten us, yeah. you know? And if you want to come on the show, we'll do a special uh, broadcast with you on the split screen. We can do yeah. that yeah. from Australia. I mean, go. so we can find out what the heck is going on. Yeah, what's the what what's really going on down there? Because I tell you what, I'm mortified for the Australian populace. I really am. I, I just I'm. It's totally, heartbreaking. I'm. It's heartbreaking. I'm totally gobsmacked, and for the Canadians, you know, and and I tell you what, it's it's coming this way, and um, in the words of George Bush Jr. He said, if the people knew what we did or what we're up to, they'd chase us with pitchforks and torches. Maybe we should bring back stonings. You know, I've said that before. I'm not calling for stonings, but I'm just quoting George Bush, George, uh, George W. George okay. W. Bush, that rocket scientist. You know, and if he thinks that uh, if he thinks that it would take pitchforks and torches, let's throw in stonings. So be it. Wow. I mean, this is, it is definitely trying to make its way. I mean, I think it started in Europe. You, the European countries, uh, Angela Merkel, uh, the, the guy in France, and Italy, of course, unfortunately, they all went with that open border, liberal mentality. Um, their, their finances weren't that strong. Well, and, and I don't think any of them are really liberals. I think what they are, they're fucking Nazis. They're fucking, you know, it's, it's Would you say progressive? No. No, no, no. I think the whole, no, I think the whole thing is a veil on a hoax. It's okay. a smokescreen. Because I, I, I watched a, an unbelievable production on YouTube the other day about the origins of eugenics. And basically a lot of the dictums that the Third Reich and the German Nazi machine had, guess where it, it, Guess where it originated from? It originated right from the Rockefeller Foundation, the Rockefellers, and the Rothschild banking system in the United States. Mm. And so how, where did World War II come from? Where people, ask yourself, if the Ford Motor Company manufactured a good amount of the Russian vehicles, which apparently was true, and if the oil companies and the bankers were financing the, the, the Third Reich and the Nazi war machine, and we were sending our boys there to be slaughtered, just like the Canadians and the Australians were, doesn't that make you want to scratch your head and say, wait a minute now, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then here we are with some warmongers in Washington saying that, oh, you know, if uh, Putin wants to threaten nuclear war, then we have to we have to answer in turn. What are you, stupid? Are you that fucking stupid? I mean, 
give me a break and then 50 billion US dollars, 50 billion US fucking tax dollars to the Ukrainian war machine when we know that there's a large faction of Nazis that are fighting. Is it the Azov Battalion or something? Here we are all these years later. Not much coverage of D-Day at all on June 6th, but we, we've given, thank you, Joe Biden, you feckless idiot, 50 billion U.S. tax dollars to the Nazis in the Ukraine. If you don't think that's true, look it up, people. Look it up. And, you know, maybe it's just coincidental, John, but as soon as our Congress and Senate approved of those billions, tens of billions of dollars going to the Ukraine, all of a sudden, Ukraine is not in our news uh, stream anymore. There's no nightly, there's no daily reports about what's going on, where's the That's fighting. That's probably because they're getting their fucking asses kicked by the Russians, just like we all knew they would from the get-go. And all of those bullshit shorty films on TikTok and, and Instagram and YouTube about the Russians running like cowards and here, here are the captured Russian soldiers and they're crying for their mothers. It's all fucking bullshit, people. You want to put your money down on Russia or the Ukraine militaristically? I put my money with the Russians, you idiots. You idiots. You've allowed, you've allowed the, the propaganda machine mm. to co-opt your fucking brains again, over and over and over. And they count on you being that fucking stupid. Mm. I mean, just think of that, John, the coincidence. The second the tens of billions of dollars went there, all coverage on the Ukraine just stopped. I mean, you don't even hear about yeah. it anymore. We heard about it every second of every day, every newscast, every TV show. Right. All we talked about was Ukraine. People wearing Ukraine flags, uh, flying, you know, all and where, over the place. where was that guy with the laptop that he turned in uh, to get it repaired? Where, where was he? Where was he getting paid? Hundreds of millions of dollars from? Oh, oh, it was the Ukraine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Tied in. Very interesting. What wasn't Hitler one of his first once he gained power in Germany, one of his first acts, John, to take the guns from the German people? I believe uh, so. Geez, you know what? I don't. I maybe. I'm thinking. Maybe. I've heard that. If somebody out there wants to fact check that to see if it's true that Germany. Under Hitler, the, one of his first acts was to confiscate all guns, so this way nobody could fight back, nobody yeah. could defend themselves. Could be. I mean, you know, if that's the case, Australia, Canada, get ready. Well, There's that's why that's, that's why the gun grabbers don't want people to have uh, assault assault rifles. Mm. They don't. Uh, you know how many? And by the way, people, I, I hope this doesn't you know get us torpedoed here. But how does how old was that guy down in? Texas that caused the that perpetrated the shooting two weeks ago. 18, 18, 18 years how does, old. How does an 18-year-old with psychological issues, with basically not a dime in his pocket, how does he all of a sudden come up with? Almost well, uh, apparently it was somewhere between five and seven thousand dollars worth of equipment. Where'd that come from? Mm. Where? Mama, Dada? No, mm. no. How about handlers? Handlers that made sure. He had everything set up so that he could pull that off. Wow. Think about that, people. Put that in your fucking pipe and smoke on it. John, please, let's alchemize this episode Ooh. before it gets too hostile Ooh. in here. Ooh. You know, trying to, trying to keep it calm. Okay, okay. Very passionate. I believe, 
I believe that the creator of the universe created us with inalienable differences. I don't mean beefs and friction points. I'm talking about the Irish aren't the Spanish. The Spanish aren't the Polish. The Polish aren't the Italians. The Italians aren't the Russians. The Canadians aren't the Ukrainians. On and on and on. Whites aren't blacks. Blacks aren't whites. And all I can say is what makes a stew delicious are the individual components of the stew that retain the beautiful flavors that they carry to the stew. True nationalism, patriotism, is what gives the United States its right to be the United States. Mm. And the truth holds the same, the same holds true for the Italians, or the Spanish, or the Russians, or the people in Brussels, or the Chinese, or the Japanese, or the Vietnamese, or the people anywhere around the world. But the New World Order will not stand for strong, nationalistic, sovereign countries, sovereign nations. Why? Well, because we're supposed to be defenseless. We're supposed to yield to, to what? To the European Union, if we're a European country? The European Union is nothing but a gateway to the New World Order. The United Nations is an illegitimate, corrupt gateway to the New World Order. So is NATO. So is NATO. If you think that you won't ever see NATO troops on the streets of the United States or Canada, guess again, because this feckless, evil people that find themselves illegitimately in positions of political power are all trying to make this happen. So how do I alchemize this? People, this is just a call to wake up. It's a call to spiritual arms, people. Put on God's body armor, the spiritual armor of spiritual warfare. We can't call for a violent revolution because we just, that's not the right way to go. We just can't do that. They'll silence us forever if we do that. But people, the only way to perpetrate a real meaningful change in this physical existential third dimension is to get it and nip it at the butt, which is in the energetic um, origins of what happens here on this planet. So people, please take the time. Set up a little, just set up a little place in your home, some place that's safe, some place that you can be quiet. Get yourself a candle. Don't burn down the house if you get Get an LCD candle, okay? That's my disclaimer. Light the candle. Turn the lights down. And learn how to pray. Learn how to talk to the Creator with your heart. And lay it on the line. Ask for peace. Ask for harmony. Ask for all of the sovereign nations of the world to stand strong and to remain the sovereign nations that they are and to not be overrun and co-opted by the evil Luciferian New World Order. And very often I'm going to default to that because that's what's happening. That's where the spiritual warfare lies. And if we don't wake up and fight the spiritual warfare, you are obligating your kids, your grandkids, and your great-grandkids to either be 
prisoners in a tyrannical new world order or they'll never even manifest on this planet because it won't be allowed. China already has a moratorium on having more than one kid in certain areas. I will not stand for that and neither should you. That's it, Phil. Well, John, strong, powerful words. I really appreciate that Amen. one. Amen. That's it. People, thank you for watching the Jersey Alchemist. If you like what we're doing, press like and subscribe. For God's sake, subscribe for, for God's sake. Thank you, people. Till next time. There peace. you go. Okay.